show number uh jameson what is this 22 yeah deuce deuce this is 22 wow yeah i'm not into numerology what could it possibly mean i think 22 is a is a just generally a good number i I expect a really good show i expect a really good show from you other guy uh i should probably get the chat bot back in here yeah yeah that i was i'm glad you said that i was was gonna suggest it Uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about a last show uh, we did a, a segment on chatbots, and they they were quite effective, and they wanted to take over. Yeah, we tr- they tried to uh, replace us. Yeah, that was really it was very upsetting. Very upsetting. I still have nightmares. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I you know this is uh it's nice to be back on track. You know we had that long kind of forced hiatus. And then we did a show, uh, you know, and now this is this is back to our schedule of every other week. Yep. And I mean, you know, how are you? I'm good. I mean, as you know, I divide my time between Portland, Oregon and Southern California. And uh, I just flew in this afternoon to SoCal. And uh, I tell you, the rain that that we get up in Portland is I love uh, sort of grim weather, but it, it is utterly soul destroying at this point. So it's nice to be back in Southern California and seeing some is sunshine. That right. Well, a couple things about that. One is that I thought you were setting up a joke like, and boy, are my arms tired, you know, like <laughs> I thought about saying that. <laughs> it's almost like you have to say that kind of joke if you talk about flying on a when you're on a kind of a radio type show. But you did. Yeah, when you say I just flew in from. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you have to. But you, but I'm glad you didn't. That shows a lot of I mean, you're you're an outside of the box thinker other guy. You're not you're not like oh, <laughs> they, they always do this. Therefore, you have to do this. I, I respect that about you. Thanks. Um, the other thing I have to say is that you you just kind of missed the rain. I mean, you know, we it was raining like crazy here, which was I loved it uh, because I knew that at any moment it's going to stop and we're going to go back to hot weather for the rest of the year. Yeah, well, that doesn't happen in Portland. It just rains all winter long, totally. just every single impressive. day. And when you get a little sunshine, everyone runs out in the street and they're they're not quite sure what that big orange orb is <laughs> in the sky. Like what what what's going on? Totally. Well, welcome to town. Thanks, buddy. Good to see you again. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, want to quickly give a shout out to one of our listeners. Cool. Um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Gilbert, actually, a fellow Montrealer who shared photos of Montreal's last snowstorm with me and uh, kind of made me pleasantly homesick. So I just want to say thank you, Elizabeth, for that stuff. That's cool. I love it. I love the shout out. I, lo- I always love, you know, tapping into y- y- your, your brain. And, and We have awesome listeners, man. I know Montreal is international people. This is all you know, over the globe. Yep. Yeah, we got we got UK represented. Woo! Give can I get a woo woo <laughs> for UK and Canada? Canada, yes. Um, I think we've seen Netherlands. Yeah, Ireland. that's exciting. Ireland, this is good. So all kind of uh, you know, and we're gonna try to be. Uh, we're launching in uh, Belarus uh, in the next. Uh, no, I, I don't know. And but, we're gonna start doing our show in multiple languages. We're gonna have. Um, Right, pig Latin overdone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do Canadian. Welcome to the show, eh? That's a great. Yeah, there you go. That and um, a boot. That's the only bit of uh, Canadian I know. In any case, keep practicing. Yeah. How's it going, eh? 
Um, so later in, later in the show, we're going to uh, we actually want to hear some of our listeners on our show. And later in this show, we'll tell you how to do that. Yeah, that's a, it's an exciting segment that we've been sort of working up for a little while. And I think uh, we're ready to launch it on this uh, later this episode. So stay tuned. Totally. And now it's time for. Jameson's uh, I hear it. Update. I hear it. Um, thank you for, uh, you know, welcome back to Jameson's, to the Jameson's portion of the show. Um, so a few things on, on the on the Jameson's front. I um, first and foremost, uh, to a call back to last uh, episode where I was talking about my wife's show. She had she her show went up this past uh, sat or yeah, Saturday, the uh, whatever that was. Um, last week, and I uh, I just wanted to give us kind of a bookend on that, which is that she was amazing. She was incredible, which I kind of knew because I'd seen different pieces of this show before, but just fantastic, packed house. This was a workshop production, uh, kind of, I think, on her way to really having a, a fully realized one-woman show. I think it's fantastic. I, I could totally see her doing it all around the country, and I will keep this audience apprised of of that progress as things develop on that. So I was really impressed and proud of her. So I heard it was a great success success and I wish I could have been there. Yeah. You know, um, it's because it's one day and also was sort of like, Oh, it's okay. It's the workshop. You know, there'll be a time where we'll definitely get you to see it. Cause, uh, other guys, a fan of, uh, Abhani totally. uh, and, and vice versa. She loves other guys as well. Oh, I mean, not, lo- not loves. I mean, you know, she loves me in a different way. Yes. Anyway, so uh, the okay, so uh, Jameson's another piece of Jameson's is that I did a for those who have been following my career, I did a um, uh, the role of a French waiter in a movie last year in a romantic comedy. It's not a lead; it's just a part uh, in this movie. But uh, but it was good. It went really well. Her director was my friend Brian Herslinger, who we've had on the show. And mm-hmm. the project was just really fantastic. And we just received word. I just heard from Brian about a week ago and he through the grapevine has heard that uh the uk it's it's about to premiere in the uk it's called love's last resort i'm not sure on in what circumstance it's gonna uh premiere it's probably gonna be on tv i don't know if that means bbc if they bought it or or what but it's um that's that's probably showing my ignorance about how british television works but I don't know if there's more than B- there's more than BBC at this point, isn't there? But <laughs> yes, will you let so, us know the details, like uh, when and where? Yes. yes, I will. So far, there have been no details. It's just uh, that this is going to happen, and it's probably going to happen in the next month or two, which is super okay. exciting. So I, yeah, we'll I'll let you know details when it happens. Very uh, cool. So, yeah, exciting. So I'll be the front. You'll get to see the French waiter thing that we've talked about so much, over talked about. Uh, and the other piece of Jameson's is that I wish I could announce this for real, but they're within, a, I think, a couple weeks of announcing a big show that I think, if not all of the Lost Boys people, I mean, certainly those who are still alive. I mean, uh, you know, of course, we'll miss Corey Haim and Brooke McCarter. Wish that they could be there. Um, obviously, they're not going to be there except in spirit. But um Mm-hmm. It looks like even some of the big names that don't usually come to conventions are going to show up at this convention because, um, again, I wish I could say what it was. I'm even tempted to give you a very good hint, but I'm not going to uh, because I don't want to steal thunder when they announce it for real. It's going to be not only a convention uh, the way we normally do a Lost Boys, uh, you know, a horror convention with a Lost Boys crowd, 
but this will probably be a kind of a book signing thing too because uh, Paul Davis, who is writing this, putting together this uh, this book on the Lost Boys, which is sounding super cool, by the way. I keep talking to him about it. He's kind of showing me different passages. I'm so excited. And that maybe you can, you know, if you're interested, you can maybe get a book and um, have us all sign it or have him sign it and some of your favorite actors from the movie sign it. So I'm super excited about that. Another one where I can't give you details, but details to come. Exciting. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So this is, yeah, cool. Very cool. So uh, thus ends another episode of Jameson's. Yes. Another segment. Um, what do we got next? So uh, so this next piece is, we, uh, we've been meeting, when we started talking about, when other guys start, and I started talking about doing a podcast, we were thinking like, hey, why don't we use this also as an opportunity to, to uh, watch current horror movies and, you know, review them or talk about them. Uh, you know, because why not? We're, you know, Lost Boys was 30 years ago and we still celebrated and other movies along the way, but there's a lot of great movies out now. So we have decided that this is the show that we're going to start that. Right. And today we're going to talk about a, a movie I haven't seen, but you have, and I'm dying to see it. I can't wait to see it. I'll probably go see it tomorrow. It's called Get Out, right? Yes. Right. That's right. Direct. It's written, produced, and directed by Jordan Peele from the Key and Peele show. Love that show. So I um, I just read about it really quickly, but it follows a young interracial couple who visit the mysterious estate of the woman's parents, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's a, a really very cool movie. I, I recommend this movie highly, which is probably not surprising. Probably anybody who's seen it or has heard about it uh, probably has heard the same kind of thing. It's really cool a really freaky movie and i'm not into you know even though i'm in the horror genre there's a lot of horror movies that i can't deal with i'm not you know nothing against the the you know filmmaking involved in like the saws and things like that but i can't deal personally with like torture horror movies some people who are listening probably love those movies and more power to you this was a a horror movie that was really had a lot more to do with it was more of a psychological horror and a, a, a thriller and it was just really well done and the acting was great the script was fantastic um and i both honey and i saw it and uh, together and it was it was I, I just thought it was really great so I, I mean i read reviews i usually read reviews from the guardian the new york times those are the my my two go-to sites mm -hmm. so let me just read a snippet from the guardian review that sure i read uh, it says you'll be too busy digging your nails into the arms of your seat to worry about distracting implausibilities crucially the ensemble cast keep the energy levels high enough to prevent disengagement to stop us from snapping out of the film's hypnotic spell so i've been reading like there's like like plot holes like one commentator said uh, you could drive an aircraft carrier through the plot holes <laughs> but the guardian's point is like you forget about those because the story is so well told told is that true um this is a really interesting point i i think that i'm gonna go with the guard is it the guardian that said you don't you won't care about those uh okay is that what you, you it's the guardian right you said that correct yeah yeah so yeah. i i will go with the guardian on that one because um yes i think if i as i really if I really thought about it and I look back, yeah, there are some things that in a movie like this, it deals with some um, willing suspension of disbelief about some medical aspects and brain 
function and things like that, which I don't want to give away anything. So that's why I'm not being specific. But when you see it, you'll understand what I mean. Uh, and yes, I you know it it takes a little bit of creative thinking to you know to accept that and not be worried too much about it. But I think that they wrapped it in um, of I think a very thorough treatment of of what was going on and so much of it I think was very realistic even though it was in this fantastical it's not even this fantastical world it's 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 our world but it's you know it it assumes some fantastical things okay so yeah you're making me want to see it even more now am I really because I it's good I mean I I think you should see it I think you would really dig it other guy there's two other uh, things I read one from the New York Times uh, who wrote uh, smart and scary freak out about a black man in a white nightmare. Uh, the laughs come easily and then go for the kill. And that kind of relates to another uh, comment that I read from a, a reader who said scary, funny, and so charged with acerbic social commentary. Was there a lot of sort of, is there a social commentary there? I would definitely say that there was social commentary. Uh, I think that there now it's tricky for me to speak about the black experience in this country because I'm not black. Um, but I, I think that it definitely, I would think as a black person in America speaks is like, um, expressionistic perspective on, uh, what it, you know, some of the things that you you deal with as a black person in, in this country. Um, yeah. It, you know, it deals with it in this in this freaky way, but it's very much, I think, about uh, the kind of loss of control or loss of um, uh, loss of freedom. Definitely. It deals with those issues. And I'm, I think it does it really well. I mean, that's what I, I, I think film and art, you know, when it's at its best, I think I think it, it can deal with very real issues, but in a way that gives a fresh spin on them. And, you know, Sure, it's like we, you know, we'd love to see a movie. I, I very much like to see movies that have um, social commentary as the main thread. It's also really great when you see a movie that is really about something else, but that then, when you think about it, can be tied back to some sort of a comment about our society. And I think this does that brilliantly, beautifully. Very good. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, great. So um, let's move on. We we need to. Uh, a cutaway to a sort of conversation we had with our friend Roger Martin. Uh, yes. We have sought the help of a friend and listener. Uh, we sort of needed some feedback on, on our Clive Bean. Drama. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, the, this comes about because um, for those of you who've been following this, we mentioned this last time around and um Clive Bean, if you've been following Clive Bean, there's been, I think, four Clive Bean episodes, might be three, but um, three or four Clive Bean episodes. And there were and I think it was going along like pretty clearly for a while. And then the last episode we had was a little bit out there, a little bit trippy. I think we tried to, you know, change up the timing, you know, the the timeline a little bit. And I think it got a little confusing. Crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Entertainment and Entertainment Weekly said that we jumped the shark. (laughs) <laughs> I thought that was a, a little a little harsh. It's a little it's a little hard to jump a shark so quickly since this is the third episode <laughs> of this ever. Well, we managed to do it. Yeah, somehow somehow our our show can jump a shark 
quicker than any other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, one of the things that happened is that uh, Roger is a, a, a dedicated listener and a, a really nice guy. Uh, well, you'll judge for yourself if he sounds like a nice guy. Uh, and he was like, what was going on in Bean? <laughs> and so, <laughs> yes. So we thought that might be a good opportunity to have him on and we can kind of talk it out and, you know, get an idea of what went wrong for him and also maybe get the audience back, have an opportunity to explain it and get the audience back on track so we can get back to Bean for the final one or two episodes. And, you know, so so that's the yeah. plan. So here is our uh, conversation with Roger. Okay, so we're here with our good friend and uh, loyal listener, Roger Martin, who's here to give us some feedback on our Clive Bean radio dramas. Ray Jameson? Yes, welcome, Roger. Welcome, guys. Well, you don't have to welcome us. It's our show, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being polite. But I know, yes, I know. hi, guys. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I really am. Nice. And so just, so you guys, script. just so you guys... Yeah, exactly. Down Valley. Um, just so you know, uh, we're going to be giving Roger a hard time throughout this because he's he's a, he's a good guy. He's a friend. He can take it. Right, Roger? And I deserve it, too. So Right. Yes. That's the bottom line. Um, okay. So uh, basically, Roger has been uh, – um, really, you've been lo- – you were loving Bean for a while. And then this last episode, it was like, what – you know, what did you feel about this last episode? Well um... – Every, I think the episodes are good. Um, they always leave me hanging and wanting a little bit more, and I realize that's probably something you guys are, are aiming for. Um, I would like to be uh, them to be a little longer, and so when uh, I was really like wanting to know who was chasing you in the car, um, you know, you were being chased, and you know, was it the detective? Was it somebody? Maybe it was the actual, you know, the the actual person that committed the crime. So, uh, you know, that was, uh, it really left me hanging. So, you know, which is a good thing because you want to come back for more, but it'd be nice if they were a little longer, you know, to get a little bit more storyline in. And I realize time is, is critical here and you guys have only so much time to get this in. So I, I understand that. Yeah. The producers are always like banging on our door being like, you guys, come on. Uh, so let me ask you this. So, but also you were, you were a bit confused in this episode. Am I, am I right? Well, uh, I was, it, it, I don't, and I can't tell you exactly why it was a little bit harder to follow. Um, and so, you know, I had, I actually, I had to play it twice to, uh, to actually, to understand what was going on. So let me, that's not good. Yeah, I know twice is, it's not good. Uh, and I, the other, the other thing is too, and I know Jameson, you're an actor, so you're very good at diction and, you know, and, and, um, you know, you probably could stand in the Hollywood bowl not even need a microphone, you know, you can be, you know, you know how to, um, broadcast your voice. Um, the other guy, uh, whoever that <laughs> other guy go. was, was a little, uh, hard to listen to. So, you know, I had really to, like, strain. Is that really true? Uh, other guy was hard well, to listen to. Well, it was a little bit, I had to strain and maybe it's just me, you know, I have pretty good hearing, but you know, I had to like, like, you know, rewind going, what did he say? You know, just that sort of thing. And maybe it's just me. I'm just so just... as an ex friend of mine, would you say <laughs> that now ex friend? <laughs> <laughs> OK, go ahead. Um, no, I was going to say that. Do you find the series more difficult to follow because there's only like one a month? 
is it difficult yeah, to pick up? Where, it is. Where, it, is. Yeah. it is. It is more difficult. It, you know, I think that um, it would help if there were consecutive episodes because it keeps that storyline going. And I, um, you know, I'm not that old where I know that there were radio shows back in the day in the 30s and 40s, you know, where the shadow and things like that. And I'm not sure, but I think they were more, you know, closer together. And so people would tune in. I don't know if it was once a week or I don't know however many times that was, but it was it was kind of nice to have that because you you kind of had that in in your mind what the story was you know, where it left off and then you can go to the next moment. But when too right. much time goes by in between, it's it's a little bit difficult. So you actually have to almost go back to the next, the previous one and think, gee, what did, what, what was going on? So then you could pick up where it left off. Would you say that it would be better to have self-contained episodes? So each episode is its own complete story instead of having a running storyline? Well, I think running storylines are... It's, it's great for the genre, you know, I mean, back in those days, you know, they had a lot of running storylines and I think it might be hard to do where to have a complete story. I don't know if you guys have the time, but maybe to get more in and I don't know how, how you can do that. You know, I know it's a challenge for you and, uh, you know, other guy, I know you're just a technical whiz at these things, but, uh, <laughs> you know, even for you, it might be, um, a, a challenge, but I think to do a complete story in, that short amount of time might be a little bit difficult. I, I like the story. I like where it's going. It's it's kind of got a little bit of, you know, the shadow, and it's got a little bit of, uh, um, what was that Jack Nicholson movie? I forgot. You know, in Chinatown. The yeah, that it's cool. got it's kind of got all that. So, nice. so it's good. It is. You know. Uh, so cool. I have to admit, for you know, you guys have done a good job so far. Thanks, buddy. Well, let me. Okay, so let me ask you this, because um, I want what I want to do is because not only was there were we doing it once a month, but then there was there's been now been a long stretch where we we haven't had a show, and we had this last show that, um, it it sounds also in addition to this other stuff we're talking about, it sounds like the story maybe got a little bit confusing. So I, I'd like to take us back to the beginning. Um, what's your? Can you describe what you think of the story? Is it you know it doesn't have to be perfect. You're just a listener, but. Um, and then we, you know, we can maybe help get you and the audience back on track so that we can start off afresh on the next time. So from the beginning, well, what do you think it's about? I remember you getting a, a caller from a mystery woman who you seemed to think had called you before, or you had met before or the voice was familiar and she said she was in trouble. And the next thing, you know, she disappears and then the other gentleman comes in and says, you know, I got to show this to you and. You know, then you see this body and then um, then it gets, you know, the, the plot thickens and the mystery gets uh, even more mysterious. And then there is the the uh, the meeting with this. Uh, I don't know if he was a professor gentleman right. who, uh, you know, uh, who had this book um, and the other guy, um, you know, looks at this page in the books and gets really freaked out because he sees himself um, and now, you know, the plot thickens and nobody quite understand what's going on. Uh, and so, you know, you're, you're really trying to figure out, God, you know, what, what, what's happening here. And so, uh, it's, it's, it's very interesting. And then, um, you know, you had the subsequent car chase, um, and, and then you had the, you know, the discussion with the, uh, the detective who, I don't know if, uh, Jameson, um, did you have some sort of a romantic liaison with this detective or was she just like mad that you were just like a private eye and she didn't like private eyes? 
wasn't quite sure what was going on there. Yeah, that's but... interesting. Yeah, I think, the, um, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll take that uh, comment and maybe even uh, build off it a little bit. I think that's an interesting. That's comment. a really good idea. Some sexual tension between yeah. the uh, two. Well, it, it seemed like there was more going on than she just didn't like you. I, I don't know if there was some sort of, uh, you know, a spite there. I'm not quite sure. But so she was quite quick to blame you for this, uh, this, uh, you know, horrible homicide. And, uh, you know, and it, it has a little bit of, uh, the, the black Dahlia in it, you know, which I don't know, maybe a lot of your listeners wouldn't know who that is. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but that was one of the most, it happened in the, I think it was the fifties or the forties. And it was one Mm -hmm. of the most horrific crimes in Los Angeles history where this woman was completely, literally butchered. She was actually cut in half. And, you know, when I had you know, you did this thing where you went in and saw what condition this woman was in. It actually reminded me of that. So, you know, there's a little, yeah, there's a little bit of that story in here. So, you know, for me, and I guess because I'm a little older and I have some perspective, um, I found it to be, you know, pretty interesting. So, uh, it's a good genre. It really is. And, um, so, so then that last episode, um, where we get into kind of where she's talking a little bit, did you, did you understand any, did you pick up anything in there about what was going on for her? Um, I actually, I, I didn't. And, um, you know, I might have to go back and, and, um, revisit that episode, but it seemed like she had some kind of chip on her shoulder about you. Um, are you talking about deeds or are you talking about, uh, the, the, the 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 police officer the okay. uh, yeah the one so is that who you're referring to I'm talking or? about the one who's in she's in the hospital in, in this one he goes he sees her in the hospital bed right. and he had that flashback of a conversation with her yes he did and I can't remember what that was about but it it appeared to me that you had some sort of contact with her previously and mm-hmm. she didn't really want to um, I I think you I don't know if you ever resolved that mystery you, you weren't quite sure. Uh, how that happened or where you met her or knew her from. Um, right. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but that's kind of, so it was quite a mystery. The whole thing was quite a, a big mystery. Cool. Well, I mean, I think this is good. This is a really good uh, discussion because my guess is that the same confusion or, or this and the same, same things that you pick up are probably things that a lot of people have been picking up on and missing. Uh, so that's what kind of what we wanted to do is check in with you so that we can say, you know, because we really want this. We have probably one or two episodes left uh, to conclude Bean. And we feel the same way. We're really enjoying it. A lot of people have been saying they've been enjoying it. Yeah. So we want to get people back on track so that these last, you know, the last sort of the chase as as is known in the biz uh, can be really effective. Well, the other thing, and I, I know maybe I'd mentioned this earlier, but um, um, I had to struggle to hear her voice. And I know she was you know, in the hospital and probably not feeling well. Um, but so I was really trying to listen to what she was telling you. And, and, and it was hard to hear her, her voice and all that. Um, and I, again, you know, she's not well and she's, <laughs> you know, she's struggling to talk. So, um, but, but still I, for you to have to struggle to hear, you know, that's not, you know, we're not, uh, high art here. You know, we, you're, we're a podcast and you should be able to listen to us without, listen to this well, without having to strain. Well, it's, you know, to follow the story, you, you kind of need to know what she's saying. Totally. So anyway, incredibly valuable stuff. Uh, other guy, any, uh, any follow up on, uh, on Roger, any, any cross examination? 
No, I think uh, great comments, and there's a, uh, a lot for us to think about going forward with the final two episodes. Really? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, okay, because I'm giving gonna... you a hard time or anything. No, no, I'm 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 gonna call off the uh, the German Shepherd hitman. So uh... <laughs> he's a Ger- so... he's a he's a man. Is a German Shepherd man? No, it's a hitman. There is a radio drama for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. There we go. There's your next topic. German Shepherd hitman. (laughs) I want I want executive producer right. Or is this like you're gonna you're gonna send someone to you know, to hurt uh well, that was my first idea, but I thought you just you just modified it. So now you turned it into a story. So I mean, where have you seen a movie about a German Shepherd hitman? I mean, you know, come on. You're That's right. Great. You're right. I'm going to write this down. <laughs> I got to I'm moving back to L.A. now. So, you know, I got to I got to finish this. Yeah. Is this about gonna... a guy who's a shepherd in Germany and he's a hitman also? Or is it a guy uh, with a German shepherd head? Well, that's the, be- that's the beauty of this. It can go all these ways. Anywhere. Yeah. We yeah. got to sit yeah. around a table and really, you know, hammer out the brainstorm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we do. Yeah. God, come on. Where's uh, Ron Howard and, you know, Brian? Uh, <laughs> Well, that is a great place to wrap it up. Roger, thanks very much for your ideas and your input. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Roger. More than happy at any time. You know, I'm happy to, uh, you know, provide advice because I'm such full of wisdom. You are, yes. He he just, Roger just uh, jumped off somehow. That was. Oh, wow, look at that. He just hung up. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Thanks again, Roger. All right, so thanks to Roger for that, and uh, we look forward to taking his advice and uh, turning the show into uh, something that's more about showgirls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that was really enjoyable conversation, and um, so hopefully everybody's kind of back on track with Bean. Feel free to ask questions on Twitter and stuff uh, if you want further clarification, but hopefully we'll be back on track with that uh, next next episode. <laughs> Yeah. Um, So to finish things off, we want to hear our listeners on our show, and we're going to tell you how you can do that. Send us an audio file to our email address, which is newlanderotherguy at gmail.com. That's newlanderotherguy at gmail.com. 15 seconds, maybe 30 tops. And uh, if we like it, we'll put you on the show. Tell us maybe what you like about the show, what you hate about the show, what you'd like to hear on the show. Tell us a joke. Tell us anything you want. So send it over. <laughs> yeah, this right? is an, uh, right. This is another segment that we've been talking about uh, for a little while that we want to get our listeners involved in the show. So yeah, send us something. You know, a, a call. Uh, send us something, and um, and we'll uh, and we'll you know if we get millions of them, we obviously can't put millions on, but we'll put on as many as we can. And I think it'll be yeah, fun. it's sort of a talk back feature. It's like you can yeah. talk back to us and you can and also we, say something like totally dumb, too, if you want. Totally stupid. Could be a dumb joke. <laughs> Keep it clean. Yeah. Clean and clean, uh, show. clean family show. show family show. And uh, let's all just have some fun. For a so change. you guys welcome. I mean, uh, thank you for uh, <laughs> for hanging with us for another whatever this was, 20, 25 minutes of your life. Uh, and um, you've been, as always, like such a good audience, right, other guy? Pretty good audience, yes. Cool, yeah. I mean, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, as audiences go, pretty good. <laughs> no, they've been great. Yeah. All right. All right. 
Thanks, guys. Bye, everybody. See ya. By the way, just to give you a heads up, I I clapped just as like I was testing the mic. I clapped one time. I heard that. Yeah, that's cool. That's okay. You know, it's lame. It was was unprofessional, but totally. Why do I bother? I know. I gotta find a. I have to find a new Jameson. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.